is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 25 of the GVG cast. It may look a little different than usual. I'm your host, Steve Bowling. I am joined, as always, by my good friend and GVG co-founder, Derek Bittner. As well as our art director, Daniel Alba. I pointed the wrong way. I'm not remembering how to do this anymore. And though you can't see him, he's here with us in just slightly more than spirit. The very broken man himself, Ash Paulson, is our voice of God for this episode. And I'm going to just start with you, Ash. How are you, my friend? You know, I've been better. Uh, I'm, I'm in a, quite a bit of pain. Some of you already know. I mentioned this on one of our reaction streams, I think for the state of play this week. But uh, this past weekend, on my birthday of all days, I unfortunately took a really bad fall, had a bad accident, and landed completely on the left side of my body. So my back and my ribs, and generally my whole upper left body, is in a lot of pain. Uh, moving is still quite difficult. Nothing's broken. Don't worry. Nothing's broken. My spine is okay. I'm just really in a lot of pain. And so I just got to rest. And there's a lot of, you know, my, my ribs are bruised and maybe sprained. Uh, my back is kind of messed up on my left side, but I'm hanging in there. Uh, but I'm not on camera, obviously, uh, because don't worry, my face is okay. Fortunately, I didn't hit my head or anything. The moneymakers survived. Yeah, the moneymakers survived. But uh, my wife has been taking amazing care of me, and I can't really set up, sit up at my desk right now. So I am set up in the living room on my laptop, literally holding my USB mic. But, you know, I, I don't want to use my internal, my, my laptop's mic, or my laptop's webcam. It's not very good. I'm at a weird angle. So I won't be on camera for a little bit, but I am resting. I'm recovering, and I will be on the mend soon enough. You, you got a real monkey paw version of your wish to, to work from bed. That's the thing. I, I like, as yeah. you guys know, I've been kind of like really kind of reaching my limit. Like I really needed a little time off. I'm just like, man, I need some time for me to reset, play some games just to kind of take a breather. And I kind of got my wish, but I didn't really want it at the expense of being able to just get up from a sitting position easily. So, you know, yeah. it is one of those monkey's paw things, but I'm hanging in there trying to stay positive. And I have gotten to have a lot of time uh, kind of getting into Splatoon 3 and Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which has been nice. So trying to stay positive. And I'm here with you guys. So how could I not be happy? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good end hey, to a stressful week. Uh, yeah. Daniel, I, I want to throw throw it up to you next, man. You, you just finished analyzing Hi. the hell out of Fire Emblem Engage. How are you doing? I am tired. <laughs> that is, that is a very typical feeling after doing an analysis. I can, I can assure you of that. Oh, yeah. I have come to learn many things upon doing an analysis because uh, I don't know how many people know this. I tried to do one for um, three hopes when that was announced, but uh, timing was off and I got sick in the middle of recording that. So that it, the time just passed for that. So I wanted to make it up for doing it with uh, Engage. And yeah, uh, doing oh. doing all that and getting it out in a timely fashion, it takes a lot out of you. And I understand the, the pain that Derek goes through <laughs> very well when doing oh, this. I I, yeah. I've done those and I've just passed out. I, I honestly, it's very hard for me to do them anymore. <laughs> like I'd have to be very, very passionate about a game in order to do it at this point, because I just, I, I don't, I think I have the ability to just crank out an analysis in two or three days anymore. It's just too much. It's, it's definitely a lot, but like, this is a series that I felt like I, I had knowledge in. Um, there was a lot of elements there that I'm, I'm glad I, I played games like the mobile game to, uh, to, to dip into. A uh, lot of mixed reactions about it, by the way. I don't know if it's because of the title or because of the stuff that I found or that it's just something that I'm new oh, to. Um, I, but... uh, yeah, I can also uh, chime in on this one. There will always be something wrong with your analysis. Yeah, there's... Oh, yeah. No, right. no matter what, there is something, you know, people will like, no, no, it's this, or no, no, it's oh, this yeah. thing, or I, how could you think this? It's, it's, 
it doesn't matter. There is, you will never satisfy everyone. I honestly, I kind of step away from, uh, yeah, you gotta comments when it comes to analysis. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta just to. not read the comments. I, a lot of folks upset that you posited that there's there may be gotcha elements in that game. Well, I I, I think there's... the idea is it's Xenoblade Two version of that's gotcha. what I agree with. Yeah. I I think that there will be gotcha. I, I think it's Xenoblade Two gotcha, and I think people just read gotcha and think, oh no, microtransactions, and no, it's it's still kind of a grindy, annoying thing. I still don't have Cosmos. Damn you, Nintendo! But yeah, um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, the thing is, yeah. The thing is, even when you're like really passionate about the game you're analyzing, and this isn't quite the same as as an analysis, but like even when you're really passionate about the game you're doing a really deep dive video on, it's still exhausting. And I'm reminded of when I did that Smash uh, character reveal trailer music analysis for uh, GX back in the day, where I like basically Mm -hmm. sourced every song from every Smash Ultimate character reveal trailer. I thought it was going to be so fun (laughs) because I love video game music, and it was fun. But I was still exhausted and wanted I, to be I, done so badly by I the time I was done. I cannot imagine. It, it is... was, and of course, you know. And then when I woke up the next morning after I posted it, the you know one of the first comments was, "Well, the the version of uh, Vampire Killer in Simon's reveal trailer is actually ever so slightly different than and than the one than whatever." And I'm like, <gasps> "Damn it!" Because I I listened to it yeah. over and over again, and there was a slight difference. And of course, I was getting roasted for it. That's and, when you just reply yeah. with no. And just <laughs> the no. thing is, the thing yeah. that those people don't realize, and you had to, you have to remind yourself, is you spent hours looking all this uh, over all this, and you have it easily presentable to them, so that they can just look at it and see another step. You you get so yeah. into the weeds with a lot of analysis that you'll just oh, yeah. miss things. I, I've done things yeah. where I'm so short of something and get to the editing portion of the analysis and have a better, like a, a renewed look at it, be like, oh, I'm completely wrong on this. I need to change my script. Oh, yeah. I remember I tried to write a script for an Animal Crossing analysis for New Horizons, and I got maybe like five pages in, and I was like, I'm not doing this. (laughs) This is a lot. I was like, I I mean, I don't have time for this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Even now, like as you guys said, there there are things I can look at the video over again and be like, oh, I should have mentioned this or that. But um, but, I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. And the the comments come with the territory. That's fine. But uh, the main thing is that I wanted to just make something gen. I want to be very genuine about it because I love Fire Emblem series, and uh, there was a lot there I could comment about. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, just, just, no, just it's, a, it's 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 a learning process. It's a sure. great video, man. Don't yeah. don't let comments get you down. You did great, Definitely. and you're gonna feel that yeah. way. There's well, always something like in hindsight. There's always something you could add to any video you make. Like every right. single time I make a video, once it's out the door, I'm like, oh man, I could have talked about this. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, the only I, reason, the only reason it's a great video is because a lot of it was just taking inspiration from what Derek used to do and following that kind of template. Oh. So, so thank you, Derek, for, for oh, setting I'm, an I'm, example I'm, that I could follow on. You're, you're very welcome for that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of analysis out there right now. It's like it's like back when I first started, there was not as much, and that's now it's a very crowded market. I'm seems. I'm loving the love I'm feeling here, but we gotta we gotta throw it to uh, the man who traded his analysis analysis machine for a time machine derek how are you doing man i'm doing all right i am uh been uh preparing for my uh birthday tomorrow hell yeah i don't make a birthday yeah happy almost birthday man i i don't really usually make it a point of um doing much for my birthday usually it's just like eh, whatever uh type of thing for me like i'll have have a little something with family and that's about it um don't really get too concerned because 
woo a molder <laughs> type thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy for this. But I had meant to do a subathon on my personal Twitch over the summer, and I just missed a chance on it because I was working so hard on the Xenoblade um, retrospective. And so I decided to make it this month, and it just happened to fall like perfectly on my birthday. So uh, starting tomorrow uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern, I will be uh, uh, streaming Metroid Dread's Dread Mode for the first time. I've only just Ooh. unlocked it the other day because oh, I didn't realize you had to beat Hard Mode to unlock it. Ooh. And the basic idea is I'm going for a guaranteed uh, four hours. And for every 100 bits I get, that's more time added to the clock for the max of uh 12 hours in total for that day if there's more than that i will make a second day out of this uh but then there's also fun th things for uh you know subbing uh which include dressing up and grab it here bought it off the internet but i'm not going to pull it out yet i got myself a zero suit <laughs> oh my god wow if, oh, if you if oh, you no. have if you get enough sub uh get have enough subs during that stream I will don the zero suit. I just, Not I just only... want to point out that during our subathon, it was implied that Derek is a powerfully hairy man, <laughs> and seeing him in yeah. a zero well, this suit. Should, this should, well, this should cover it up mostly. So hopefully, <laughs> I love how Daniel's camera oh, pieced out there for a second. He was like, "No, nope, yeah, he's like, no, nope. nope, right the fuck it, out." It, it's, it's having issues. I'm sorry, guys. Couldn't deal like, with that level of thirst. There's a lot of spice it is here on GVG, but Derek in a zero suit, that's where you draw the line. I, I will, you know what? I'm just going to say if you're if you're free tomorrow, help me because I will be in there and I will sub because I want to see Derek in a zero suit. Oh, so man. head over to his Twitch. I'm not changing on camera. I'm going to go behind the curtain. In. Oh, I don't care. I just, the, the out of context clips will flow like wine. <laughs> I need this. I know that's so, going to be a lot of fun. I'll definitely try to dip in and I, I want to contribute some bits myself because I I want to see I want to see you in a zero suit too, man. This has been one of my long held secret dreams. Oh, now it could I'm actually so happen. Oh god, yeah. coming true. Right? Yeah, Amy's you can been make it happen. Very helpful. She's she's made a bunch of new emotes for me to to have as unlocks. She made a Metroid beanie that I showed you guys before. I'm not going to show it on yes. here because that's as fun as a surprise. Um, but have have that as one of them. Um, and I'm using one of Amy's blonde wigs. So I am going oh. full zero suit. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. I, I love yeah. this. So yeah, go show Derek some love tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we'll, what we'll time see is how that much start? I die in dread mode because even hard, mode, I'm like, I'm going through hard mode. Like every hit I take, I'm like, Oh God, dread mode's going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Have time do you, you start? It I have uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. 10 a.m. Eastern. No. I won't be there at the beginning. Cause that is straight up seven in the morning for me, but yeah, I will, I, I mean, will pop in. Mm -hmm. I decided, you know, it made sense to me to go from 10 to 10 <laughs> if, if I go that way. Oh, long. yeah. No, that's 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 a good time. I just, man, Nintendo and everybody else starting their good gaming content at 7 in the morning. Seriously. Right? <laughs> All right. Get the East Coast hours. Really, really yeah. quickly, I do want to answer uh, Facility Hughes' question in our YouTube chat asking, uh, do we have a Discord? I can't tell what, the, what that live chat is on screen. That is indeed our live audience chat in our Discord, uh, and, and that is all done through our Patreon. If you head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming, you can get into our amazing Discord community for just a dollar. And that's not just to buy you into the community. That's just to ward off all the trolls. You don't have to keep paying a dollar to stay in the community. But yes, we do have a Discord, but it is exclusive to our patrons. But the live audience tier, which is what you're seeing on screen, is our $5 uh, tier on our Patreon. So just so you know, that's what's going on there. Head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming if that interests you. 
Yeah, there, there's a ton of channels by default, but some some channels are locked behind additional tiers, like the live yes. audience one that you're seeing right now. Uh, yeah. But yeah, mm. patreon.com slash gaming, Lots of cool stuff over there. Exclusive merch, too. Always mention that. <laughs> anyway, oh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> anyway uh, we've got a lot of show to get to. We've got Street Fighter. Uh, I think a monarch died somewhere. Uh, lots, of, lots of stuff. It was a busy oh, week. God. But before we do that, we have uh, two sponsors for this episode. Uh, as is customary here on GVG Cast, uh, we are sponsored by The Game Orb. The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X game systems. While games like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu can be seen on the channel along with others, the Game Orb will also now be adding Splatoon 3, Super Mario Sunshine, and Fall Guys to the gaming collection. So be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description below. And that's not all. We actually got to meet with uh, Eddie, the Game Orb, at PAX West this year. Ash, Daniel, Brandon, who isn't here, and I... Uh, got a chance to meet with him, say hi, and uh, he recorded his own experience at PAX so that you could visit it through his eyes. Uh, the, a link to that video is also down in the description. Please go ahead and check it out. Game Orb has been sponsoring us since the very beginning, which is coming up on nearly two whole years. That's hard to believe. Yes. Um, wow. So thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, go sub. Go watch his PAX West visit. Uh, PAX was a lot of fun this year. Uh, you can see our stuff on the channel if you haven't seen it already, but please go watch his. Um, our second sponsor for this episode is new. Uh, joined during our, our subathon. Thank you so much to Azran127 for also sponsoring this episode of GVG Cast. And uh, rather than doing an ad spot, he requested that we do a game segment. And I, I'm kind of excited for this. So we're going to do a little mini What's That Track segment right here on uh, GVG Cast. The way it's going to work is we have three tracks from Azran's uh, channel. And uh, the three of you, Daniel, Ash, and Derek, are going to have to guess. Being the host and terrible. the least musically inclined, <laughs> I don't have to guess. And I'm thrilled for that. Uh, so the way this is going to work, I'm going to swap my mic out for you guys to be able to uh, hear the tracks that I'm going to play. And then I will come back. And once the track is done, if you've got an idea, we'll, we'll give it about 30 seconds. And then if nobody gets the answer, I'll just give you the answer and we'll move on. But we'll see who's the, who, who's music knowledge reigns supreme. I'm sorry. So how are we buzzing? How are we buzzing in? <laughs> I'm just going to have you guys blurt it out. Blur it <laughs> okay. out. All right. Cool. I don't have, I don't have a buzzer that that's, that's a, bit much <laughs> we're, we're doing we're doing like bargain bin wtt today okay all right there we go. let me switch my audio so that you guys will hear the music i'm about to play uh let's see here i believe that's the one i've got to play uh the audience can hear me you guys can't anyway audience well, now he's definitely muted now he's a bad thing <laughs> all right we are going to play I believe he's getting. There we go. Um, I thought that was the music. I'm like, wait, is it just a no? Poyo song? Creative KV asked if I said there asked someone to scream Poyo, so I did. Still hear nothing. Uh, yeah, I'm not hearing anything yet. Oh, here we go. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. This Man. is why I've never appeared on What's That Track, because I <laughs> have no clue. I'm not sure. I'm, hmm, yeah. I wish I could ask Steve right. if he could hear was, it again. 
I, I can play it again. Would you like me to play uh, it again? Yes, yeah, let's, let's play it one more time. Just All one right. more. I am going to give you one more. Let me switch back. I know what this is. Oh, okay. The, the, is this the the overworld theme, the first overworld theme from Final Fantasy Adventure? Let me take a look, because I don't know either. I can't mm -hmm. the Final, name, Fantasy I Adventure, Final Fantasy Adventure. First overworld theme. Ash got it. That's one Woo! point for Ash. Wow, that was you did. on yes, the nose. Of course you did. That nice. Wow. Deeply I, I impressed. I... And we should mention these are remixes yeah. by Azran. Yes, yes. yes. This is original, original music tracks. by Azran. But that's that's impressive, Ash. I... I'm, oh, I'm, I thought I I like heard like a ghost of a melody that I recognized. I'm like da 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 da. da. I'm like, what is that? That's why I asked to hear it one more I've time. I've only played like, Adventure play once, so I don't have the music like ingrained in me. I love that game so much. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it, it is a good game. I need to play it again, but it's been a long time. I played it on an emulator way back in the day. Yes. All right, <laughs> are y'all ready for track number two? Ready. Right. Yes. Okay. Go for here, it. here we go. In three. Two, one. Mm. I just Ooh. looked up the name of this one. There's no way in hell I would ever get it. Not not even a remote that, chance. Oh. I want to say like maybe it's Octopath um, Traveler or something. One of the boss themes. You are I don't know way sure. off. Okay, yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> unless I, has, unless I Castlevania have... vibes to it, but I don't think it's Castlevania. I think it's like remixed into more maybe the, Castlevania. Maybe the thing. misused. I, I will tell you, you guys aren't even remotely close. Oh man! Oh boy! Let's, uh, like, let's hear not... one more time. All right, all right. Let me switch back, and I, I'll play it for you one more. Huh. God, I feel like I yeah. am on the cusp of it. You're not. <laughs> You're just not. I just, I, oh, I got no. something like this. Man, I don't know. All right. Do, do you guys want me to tell you? Yes. According to the key, and I can't hear the song, and I wouldn't be able to recognize it. Uh, supposedly, this is from SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for oh. Bikini Bottom, and the track yeah. is the Flying Dutchman's Graveyard. <laughs> I've played that game, but I didn't <laughs> okay. find the music to be that memorable. So I guess I guess Derek was kinda close with Castlevania. <laughs> like but like I go. said, no no one was Getting even there. in the right ballpark. All right. So, we have one funny. final track. So far Ash is in the lead with one point, and everybody struck out on song two. Let's uh let's give this final one a shot. Once I remember how to switch my audio. There we go. All right, we are playing the last song of the of this segment in three, two, one. Man. All right, there it was. I about that that's so familiar uh, Derek familiar. should be able to get this that's that's uh, that's the hint I will give that it, 
based on previous TNT episodes, I would say that Derek would be in a good position to get this. Really? Yes. Uh, it's a series. It's a series that I know for a fact Derek has substantial experience with. Mm. Let's hear it one more time. All right. Let me. Let me. Yeah. Last time. It's Kingdom Hearts, but I don't know which track. You know what? It's 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 Kingdom it's definitely Kingdom Hearts, but I forget which track it is. I think I don't know the track name. I, I, I can't say exactly where it plays, but this might be from the Great Ace Attorney. Ooh, Ash has the game right. Ooh, okay. Okay. I can okay. hear the song in my head. It, it had a very cage um, tone to it, like remix to it. I thought for sure because we we went through a period where Derek was like powering through those games that he would that he would key in on it. But uh, all right, I will I will throw it out there. Uh, Ash, you're correct. It's from the Greatest Attorney. Apparently, Ooh. according to Azran, this track appears in both the first and second game, and the title of the track is Barrack von Zeke's Reaper of the Old Bailey. Oh, okay. okay. That explains why I was getting tones of yeah. So I, I was technically I kind of it. wrong because I said I said Great Ace Attorney one specifically. I it was from both games, so I kind of feel like I only have. Well, I mean, that. regardless, Ash, you're our winner you with still got one it. point. I mean, one point. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one and a half points. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Azran right. is incredibly musically talented, as you can tell. By the way, everyone. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Thank you so much, Azran, for sponsoring this episode of GVG Cast, and we've got a few more fun sponsored spots to come later on. Uh, not in this oh, show, you. but, you know, throughout the month. Uh, if you want to find out more about how you can sponsor an episode of GVG Cast, patreon.com slash gvgaming. It's the one all the way at the bottom. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've got a hell of a lot of show to get to. Uh, thank you to both the Game War Band, Azran. But before we hop full on into the show, we do have quite a few Super Chats. I'm going to read a couple, then we'll just move on. Uh, our first one, which has scrolled partially off screen, so I'm sorry I can't read who sent it. But uh, the question uh, with a $2 Super Chat is Piccolo from Dragon Ball versus Magus from Chrono Trigger. And, and oh, I man. almost tried Ooh. to kickstart this debate before the show because I was really excited. Um, and I, I've come around in my thinking on this. So so Dragon Ball characters and magic don't traditionally get along. Um, but after Superhero, Piccolo is like ridiculously powerful. And so I feel like even if Magus could stop him, I don't know that Magus could hurt him. I would definitely go Piccolo all the way because even before Superhero, Piccolo was on par with the Super Saiyan. And yes. Frieza was on par with the Super Saiyan. And Frieza destroyed a planet. That's fair. So Piccolo can destroy power. a planet. Magus couldn't even stop Lavos. Oh, that's a good point. Piccolo yeah. I like <laughs> obviously I'm gonna be biased toward Chrono Trigger here, but I have to agree with you, Derek. Like, you know, I, I haven't watched all the movies. I don't know the true extent of Piccolo's power, but I do know that Magus while he's incredibly powerful and can do crazy damage, he's a little bit squishy. And as he said, he got his ass beat by Lavos. And Piccolo, Piccolo seemingly has done more feats Lavos, than that. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. <laughs> so I think I got to yeah. give it to Piccolo, even though I'm biased toward Chrono Trigger. We're all giving it to Piccolo then. Yeah. 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 
it's mm. it's the Piccolo show today. Thank you so much for the question for the super chat. Uh, following that up, Jaden Buck with five dollars says, "Crazy Question Fridays." Crazy Question number fifty-one. We're one away from like the anniversary of Crazy Question Fridays at this point. That's uh, crazy. Which of the other GVG members are you best at doing an impression of? Ooh, I uh, I don't think I can nobody? do an impression of anyone. <laughs> yeah, I've never even thought I've about never that. I've never tried. Yeah. Uh, Certainly not John. I think John would be the one I'd be worst at. I might be able to do Daniel. Hey, like, everyone. Hello. <laughs> hey. hey there, everyone. John. Yeah, I, I got to get my voice down deep and just go, hello. Yeah, Dan- <laughs> Daniel has a really deep voice. I don't know that, like, his cadence would be easy to imitate, but not his actual, like, tone Daniel voice. Daniel's show- Yeah, yeah. I'm the only one that'd be able to compete with John for deep voices. <laughs> I, I would just always really mellow to me. Hey, guys, how's it going? Have you checked out my new but, Fire Emblem Engage video yet? It's really he sounds like, like Shadow the Hedgehog. I know. Ash is doing it Shadow. It hurts. Uh, but no, I, I haven't even ever thought about doing, yeah, like, hey, everyone, John here. I can't even get my voice you down sound, that low. You sound like a you thug. You sound like John doing his American accent. I know. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> when he's going to be like, hey, I'm walking over here. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't think I could mimic anyone. Everybody has a unique and distinct. I think the in terms of voice type, I would be closest to Ash because I could raise my voice a little bit and mm-hmm. do that like very uh, jubilant tone that you put on. Ah, jubilation! I'm so jubilant over here. Well, I'm just doing Sonic right now. <laughs> Sounds but... gross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm want so you to jubilate anywhere. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please stop oh, no. jubilating. All right. Oh no. Oh god. All right. Anyway, thank you, Jaden, for the question. I think I think we're all unique individuals and and probably can't. Like I I I imagine one of these days we'll get into an argument and one of us will mockingly mimic the other, but it hasn't happened in five plus years of us working together. So keep waiting. <laughs> It'll... <laughs> It'll happen eventually. Yeah, one of these days. Uh, Dr. Wolfstar with a $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Says, so excited. Proteus is coming to the Switch this Friday. The Switch needed a good arena shooter, and hopefully this will be th- that and a great Doom clone. I'm not familiar with Proteus at all. I've not heard of this. Huh. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just saw in the chat that Freedom Planet 2 just hit PC this week, and uh, no, that and got no fanfare. It. I've seen nobody oh, wow. talking about there was- it. Know, so much I, news this I've week. So excited yeah. about it, but it couldn't have come out in a worse week in terms of visibility. Yeah, for real. Um, thank you so much for the super chat. I'll check out Proteus. I I don't know it's anything funny. about it. There's there's an indie game called Proteus that I really like, but it's a different one. It's 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 like this lo-fi game about wandering around an island until it disappears. It's like an hour long, and that I and cool. I like that, and I played it, but I it's clearly not the same Proteus that we're talking about now. So yeah, yeah clearly. Um, Following that up, we have Master of Hamsters with $2, who just says, it's been a rough week, so I'm glad to be here. Well, we're glad you're here. Aww. Thank you so much. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah thank you for being here. here. Thank you. It, it, it has been a rough week for some folks, so one of us in particular. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, and, and to cut things off for now, Cutie Caitlin with $10, thank you so much, says, had a rough day at work, but now it's time, or it's now it's vibe time with some Mike Harder Lemonade drinks. <laughs> Trans rights all hell day. Yeah. I love you all. Uh, hell yeah. I'm wearing my pride band for you today, Caitlin. So uh, I saw Caitlin on Twitter had uh, something happen on Splatoon that made him uninstall the game. Oh, oh no. no. I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I, I 
I ha- if I had to guess, because I wonder if this, what happened to them happened to Amy's daughter, uh, because she got to the secret level in Splatoon 3, which is a marathon of a thing. And there's like very few checkpoints. Oh, yeah. And if you leave, you have to start all the way back. Well, she got to the final section of it, was working to finish to do all that. And then the switch had a system error and it shut down. Oh, no. And she had to start over all the way from the beginning. And she was in literal tears breaking down. I saw saw Caitlin uh, talk about it. I was like, I wonder if the same thing happened. Because I can imagine having that happen. Be like, nope, done, done with this game. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I just did that myself just the other night, I, and I can't imagine having to do that whole thing over again from the uh, beginning when you reach I, the very end. I have, I hadn't reached it uh, myself in my own playthrough yet, but I had uh, helped her out, <laughs> got yeah. played through it a little mm-hmm. early, got her at least too close to it, so she so she could take over the rest. Because I think it's the first part that definitely makes her the most frustrated the others that's interesting as bad for her uh i would say that for me the second part was my least favorite by a wide margin i did not enjoy uh i I don't want to go into spoiler territory because platoon 3 is so new but the on rails segment really bugged me i i I was very proud because i i did the infamous on rails segment uh last night and did it in the first try nice the one where you have to use the uh well you can use the um tricaster Oh, you got it. Tri-stringer? Oh. Tri-stringer, yes. And did it in one shot. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Everybody's talking it up. I'm like, well, I'll try it with the TriCaster, see how I do. Because it is the recommended one and nailed it. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Took me I've more than having... one try. That's for sure. Same. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet, but I've been having an amazing time with Splatoon 3 single-player mode. And I just, last night, hit my first weapon plus mission combination where I'm like, how the hell do I do this? And it's in site three, it's called conveyor belt tightening, and one of the, we- the one of the weapons you have to do is the flingzo roller, and I cannot oh. figure out for the fucking life Wait, of me are how you... to do it with that weapon. Are you trying to hundred percent like every weapon combo? No, well, just the ones that they, you know, how some stages will have you will have like three weapons that you can do it. Yeah, with I think for... you need to do all three of them. No, you don't. you don't need to. I just want to. Oh, okay. Want to. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't do anything with the flingzo roller. Screw that. But I, so I, I used the flingzo roller and did and did it because I just really? I typically go for the extra power eggs. Uh, Man, just so I, I did don't know how to do that mission with the roller, but I'll I'll keep chipping away at it but yeah no i, I know you don't need to do 100 percent, of course okay i, I was yeah. like there may there might be a bonus for doing that i honestly don't know because there was mm-hmm. like stuff you could get in for doing all weapons in the platoon 2 but mm-hmm. yeah the biggest hang up for me was that i didn't realize that there was a secret level and i didn't realize that you had to do all of the optional like levels to get the secret level which so i was like i went i had to go back after i beat the game and and find all the ones that i'd missed which was that was that to me was the most tedious part was just finding them because i was like Mm -hmm. oh i opened a new location and i have enough eggs forget it i'll just go (laughs) but i gotta do all of it i will i will say uh without you know there's there's a discussion to be had once we've all beat the game but it was my favorite campaign to date i really I can't really it, i'm, I'm hoping to try to beat it tonight uh real quick i'm gonna skip ahead on it just because it applies to what we're talking about yeah of course we move on. but cutie caitlin with another five dollars saying that saying it was the secret level and a crash at the end of the final section oh, oh no I, yeah uh, i i had a feeling i no. had a feeling so i door dash sushi as a coping mechanism that's a good coping mechanism that's that, is, nice. that is good very yeah. fitting 
Solid COVID. You can't, if you can't beat him, eat him. You know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if you can't, I love that. Oh, no. I'm not going to say what that reminds me of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think you know exactly what I I'm know exactly about. where your mind went, but Derek. no. Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Sa saucy. Uh, just a, a, one other real quick thing before we move on. Uh, for Daniel's camera, his his setup, his new setup has him with his phone, it has him being a little delayed, so he can't yes. really... Um, yeah, he's just gonna good. Fall sorry, I, I do have good news on that front. Our pals at Aver Media uh, will be sending Daniel a camera next week. So, oh my God, what? Yeah, I found this out live, everybody. He did. Oh, I didn't know. Finally, so, <laughs> yeah, our pals at Aver Media um, learned of Daniel's camera situation. They're like, we can fix that. So they found out. <laughs> Was it that bad? <laughs> I I might have I Sent might have tapped him on the like, shoulder. Oh I'm like, look at you this. <laughs> Yeah, I like. I, I noticed before I reset right now. Uh, I was a, a literally a minute delayed compared to what I was talking earlier in this in this conversation. Right now, it's a little bit better, but um, but wow, that that helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so guys at so, every media. Yeah, we're we're gonna get you fixed up, but uh, so so let's talk a little bit about news that happened this week. Um, there was a lot, and I think uh, it's I'm I'm in the host chair, Ash. So I'm gonna talk about Street Fighter. Dude, I I welcome it. it. Let's do it. I can't wait. So I slept through it, but Capcom had an, an early ass uh, TGS presentation, and and I believe they dropped quite a bit of Street Fighter footage, right? As well as news of an open beta or a closed beta. Closed beta, yes. They they officially showed off the uh, four more fighters: uh, Dalzim, uh, Ken. Uh, I'm blanking on all of a sudden <laughs> honda and uh, blanca. blanca yeah and um then in the follow-up trailer they just did a straight up like they didn't officially show them off but here's your starting lineup of 18 characters which i i love this game is coming together so well now and mm. it looks so much better than five did which i i honestly thought at the beginning that this was going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it had a poor first showing, but man, they've come back hard. They really have. And the thing that kind of shocks me is that this game feels like it's really, really close to completion and that it doesn't need the amount of time Capcom is giving it pre-release. I, yeah. I want this now. Like, I'm ready for this. Dude, I... me Seriously. too. I don't think I've, I mean, I've always been a, a Street Fighter fan, but I don't think I've ever been as hyped as I am pre-release for a new Street Fighter game as I am right now. Like I, I can confirm that is wait for this game. Yeah, I, I can confirm that is not me. Right, that has never been me before. I picked up Street. I rented Street Fighter Six, Street Fighter Four when it first came out, and then I got I think it was Super Street Fighter Four. Didn't get any of the other later versions because I was like, oh, I'm not buying this game again. But still, really enjoyed my time with it. Um, but man, I, I do got to do a quick shout out here because I, I found this out and I almost didn't believe it at first. Um, so for those of you who are aware of my Metroid movie, um, I cast actors to do some very limited voice acting in that. Uh, one of them was one Louis, Luis Bermudez, who is now the who voiced Ridley in my in my script in my video and is now voicing Blanca in this game, which is so cool. So cool. Dude. Yeah, that is congratulations to him because that's freaking that's awesome. awesome yeah and blanca's design really in this game cool. looks sick like i really like how they i mean he's yeah. he's a far more realistic representation of blanca than i think i'm used to seeing but i <laughs> yeah. really really like it and i love the fact that he's back in his original street fighter 2 stage 
in uh yeah in six. and i love i, I love, I love his, his doll is part of his kit too like his doll is actually part yes. of his kit now which is so cool and uh and then we got punished ken man like ken's really been going through it which is also what our I, the name for today's episode came from he's been framed our, our, our boy ken's been framed for crime yeah, he's he not commit. going through a divorce he's just been framed that's much better yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but ken looks so much better here than he did in street fighter 5 and i'm just so happy that ken's always been one of my favorite street fighter characters and i'm glad that he looks properly badass here in street fighter 6 like i i liked 5 enough i know you didn't steve i liked it enough but ken always looked bad at it always did and he's back mm -hmm. now properly yeah I, I i agree with that i think though my favorite character that i've seen on the roster so far is kimberly i think they oh, did a easily. really amazing easily. job with her um yeah. I, I don't. Was it you, Derek, that posted in our Discord about uh, Imran's etc.? I, I believe it was Ash. Oh, okay. That was me. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, uh, we I, I posted a link. Uh, actually, yeah, this is reported by our friend Imran. Uh, but basically, Kimberly was design was her design was brought together from the from Capcom consulting with and talking to black members of the development team about her design. Like they actually went to the source, which is what they should be doing all along. And Agreed. it resulted in this incredible character design. And like you, Steve, Kimberly's my favorite so far. I cannot love her design enough, and I can't wait to play as her. Yeah, I'm really I'm really interested to see what her play style's like. And it looks like they they incorporate graffiti in some way. She wears a Walkman, which I think mm -hmm. is really cool. Like, she just has yeah. cassette tapes. Uh, but she looks just... Like she's super your... into eighties music and eighties pop culture, which I love. Yeah, she she would have fit in of of all the new Street Fighter characters I've seen, and I say new, but I'm counting like from two onward. Um, I would say she to me feels the most like one that would have fit in with the original World Warriors back in the the yeah. mid nineties. Oh, yeah. I think she would have been an excellent like OG Street Fighter character. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, six is looking great. I, I think that that's no longer a surprise to most people. Um, nope, I, I cannot wait till they officially show off Cammy. Yes. Me too. Because yeah. I was, I was in Street Fighter 4, it was uh, Ibuki, Cammy, and Jury. <laughs> right. Yeah. Those are my characters. Jury looks cool in this game too. Like, I really like her design for this game. Have you seen what happens if she gets a perfect against Chun Li? No, what happens? She she mocks Chun Li by doing her win po her win animation from Street Fighter Two. Oh my God, that's amazing! Yes, that's so good. I it is. I love that. Capcom has always yeah. been really bad about character specific intros and win quotes, so it's really cool to see them actually do some. Because they, I think, the most personality I ever saw in a Capcom fighting game was in Capcom versus SNK, where they had unique interactions between like you know, Ken and Terry Bogard or, or Ryu and Ryo Sakazaki and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm happy to see they're actually bringing that back for, for street fighter six. That's that, yeah. that is hype. I, I like that. That's a lot. lot of personality. Oh, and Steve, I'm sure you caught this. Uh, I'm oh, good. putting it in live audience, but here's a Twitter link to the gift. Oh, I've, I've got to see it. Let's, let's take a quick look. It's, Hell it's yeah. so good. Uh, Steve, I'm sure you caught this. Yes, well. it has to be a perfect when she, to get this. But oh, yes. I got I to gotta play this video one second. Oh, I'm okay. sorry, Ash. That's so good. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That is so good. That is that <laughs> is like it. an amazing like passive diss on the other player. <laughs> I love that. There I is, mean, how else would you do it for, it's uh, in for the call a perfect? Tag. Like, come on. Yeah. 
Well, I think it was like uh, Luke, when, when, like when Luke specifically taunts Ryu, he does these like, Hadouken, Hadouken. He just makes fun of him doing Hadoukens. Uh, and it's that's just like, I love those character specific, t- yeah, like digs. It's so good. But Steve, uh, what I was going to say is I'm sure you, you caught this too, but Ken's win pose in Street Fighter VI is like a slightly modified version of his windscreen from Street Fighter Three. I think Second Impact. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, the the yeah. It's I, so with like the the view going up from the ground. It's yep. so cool. I, There's I, so much fan service in this game. It, it looks amazing, and I, I like the. I will say ironically though, because I don't want to just say nice things. You have to you have to sprinkle a little salt on things sometimes. I don't like Ryu's design in this game of all, and Aww. he's like my favorite oh, really? character. But I just yeah. think, I like, like that he's taken a little bit after Goken. I think it's I think it's interesting, but I I just I'm not a big fan of like super buff Ryu, and I think that they make him just a wide. little bit bulkier every single game, and I'm like he just gets wider and wider every game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Soon he's just gonna be big Chungus. Like we need three more games right. and that's it. <laughs> but um, which also I hope big Chungus comes to multiverses. I heard that's gonna be a thing. I, I hope that yeah. happens. God, of course it is. Oh, oh Mike, God. in our YouTube chat, I completely agree with you. Ken's sit down and shut up on his critical art is perfect. I do love that. I, so I need bizarre. to see the footage. Um, I, I I definitely need to see the footage of, of the game in motion. I know they dropped like 20 minutes of Ryu footage. Or Ken footage, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have to check it out. But, yeah, game's looking really good. Uh, before we move on to our next uh, discussion topic, I'm going to read out a few more of these Super Chats because we did get a few that, you know, are, are very generous. So, yeah. Um, Starting with RecBCQ with $2. Uh, thank you so much. He says, was advertising GVG hard earlier to my friend. And I, you know, phrasing, Rec, phrasing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Appreciate it. But we appreciate <laughs> it. I hope you weren't doing it too hard. Anyway, uh, hey, so it's much. Dingo with $2. Says, uh, get a baby Metroid costume for Kai, which is objectively adorable. That is I, I will say one of the... One of the sub goals is uh, me. To, I will t- pose with a picture with Kai, with me wearing the zero suit and uh, costume, and Kai with the Metroid beanie on, to get a, nice. as much of a cosplay as I can pull off. Nice. That's cute. I, the I, baby. I, I dressed my baby up as a Pikmin when she was very little. Like I bought a Aww. little Pikmin hat Aww. and a pink onesie. Uh, That's adorable. I need to find that photo. I'll dig that up. But anyway, uh, Jacob Tucker with two dollars. Uh, thank you so much. Says matching zero suit for Amy, please. I feel like Amy would look Maybe. better in it than Derek. I mean, yeah, she absolutely well. would. Uh, I had to go for the largest size they had. I was like, this suit would not look as good as on her. <laughs> I'm It'd sure Amy very would not mind if you got a smaller size. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Black Ninja with $2 says, Hey, all thoughts for Sonic Frontiers start versus now. Uh, wow. That game is coming together. Uh, it sure seems it's, like it's it. sort of the, not quite as fast as Street Fighter Six did, but man, it is really starting to look interesting and has potential. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, that was a that was a rough first showing, but slowly yeah. they're starting to to kick off a lot of interest in the game. I believe. I'm still not out of the cautiously optimistic phase, but yeah. I, I'm I'm feeling a lot better about it now than I did when it was first revealed. I mean, yeah. regardless, I'm playing it. I love Sonic. You know, I've, I've been through with Sonic through his worst games and his best. I just hope this is one of his better ones, but I'm definitely feeling better about it. So 
Agreed. Apparently, they've yeah. been playtesting it since like every two months uh, during the development because they just really want to make it as good as possible. And I, I love that the Sonic Twitter even shouted out like, "Hey, Sakurai, thanks for checking out the demo at TGS." Right. Yeah, and you they, know. Oh, oh, go ahead, Ash. Oh, so and they randomly dropped both the main theme and the ending theme uh, for Sonic Frontiers just over the last week, and you know neither one is crushed forty, and that's a bit of a bummer, but both are exactly the kind of 90s edgy butt rock bangers you would oh, hope Sonic would have. This and, is a shift yeah. way, right back to the edgy Sonic of Adventure. Oh, yeah, and, and I, mean, I am and here that. for it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Always, I'm going to be perpetually in a state of cautiously optimistic when it comes to Sonic, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to Frontiers. That's a really good way to put it, Daniel. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, the only thing I'll say is, Sega, I'm not mad at you, but I'm very disappointed that you showed it at literally every show that has happened except PAX. The one we went <laughs> right. to is the one so you good. skipped. Well, the thing, they had to shut down the line at TGS. It was so popular. People wanted to check it out. And that's in Japan where Sonic does not typically do as well as the West. Yeah. I, all I can say is from industry folks who were working at PAX, I heard universal disappointment at Sega's booth. Like, yeah. Oh, really? Because they were like, Sega's here and they brought Total War? What the hell? <laughs> and they're like, where's Sonic? They had. Yeah, just one game. And, and there was so little interest in their booth that on Monday, the last day of the show, they were literally just handing out the swag they had. They're like, please take it home with you. Just someone take this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just sad because they have the Like a Dragon stuff. Yeah, but they didn't have any of that there. It was just Total War. I was like, you had so many games ready. You could have shown any of these. I mean, uh, you know Sonic Frontiers is ready for at least demoing, and yeah. it would have been the perfect place to show it off. I don't, I don't get Sega sometimes. Whatever, yeah. it's yeah. we're all gonna play it, and they know that. Um, all right, moving yeah. on. Aramis Baramis with fifty dollars. Thank you so much. Uh, just says, hope you get a safe recovery, Ash. Really oh, feel for you. you. Which man, thank you. That's oh, really kind. Thank yeah. you very much for all of your generosity and for the kind words. I'm 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 on the mend. I'm just resting and recuperating, but I'll I'll be back to full full power soon. Nice. And, and since they're topical, I'm gonna read two more and then we'll move on. Uh Alan Wilkinson with two pounds says, Does SF six Ken have He Man's haircut? And he kind yes. of does. Yeah, he yeah, does. I you know can what? see it. But I'll take that <laughs> over banana hair, so yes. Ken, yes. Ken looks so much better. <laughs> it's just a vast improvement. Um, so much over banana hair and his bacon flame effects. That's just, that was legendary. Yeah. Capcom <laughs> yeah. really shouldn't have outsourced their, their modeling as much as they did for five. Uh, finally wrapping up this uh, segment, Julian Hobbs with a $5 super chat says fun fact. Ken in street fighter six is voiced by David Matranga, Todoroki from my hero academia and Bert Holt from attack on Titan. Uh, I don't watch MHA in English, so but I I know the voice acting is really good. I've I've heard it, it's excellent. It's a good voice. It's a good yeah. voice. And it's the good. really cool part of that is that he he replaced Ruben Langdon, who is you know quite problematic, uh, as the voice of the the former voice of Ken and still current voice of Dante. So to have you know Ruben replaced with somebody who is hopefully a lot less problematic is really nice to hear. It is kind of funny that Ken looks like he's slowly becoming Dante. Like, if you changed his hair color and gave him a beard and a, a different outfit, he'd be Dante. You know, both wear red, so why not? There you go. All right. 
Uh, I want to move on to segments that we picked from our audience. For those of you that don't know, our producers and above get to submit topics for us to discuss right here on GVG Cast each and every Friday. You can find out more at patreon.com slash gvgaming. But I'm going to go ahead and start randomly with Derek. What is, what is your topic for this week, my friend? Well, my topic this week is uh, from Jason Uloa, who says, more and more franchises are getting open worlds. What franchise would you like to see get its first open world game? Ooh. And that's a, you know, really interesting one. Uh, honestly, I was like, so <laughs> to get everything ready, I was like, all right, I forgot to actually come up <laughs> with an answer. But my, of course, my first thought is always Kirby. <laughs> like Kirby. Damn it. That was my world. answer. Shit. Get that warp oh, star. Boy. Going no. all around. Ah, poyo. Yeah. No, I love that uh, idea, Derek. Hell yeah. Yeah, Kirby in Open World would, would kind of work. It'd be fun to see how he traverse. I'm looking around like what other games would be interesting to have an open world. I'd say Kingdom Hearts, but it, you can't really do it with their setup. That's the thing. No, no. Yeah. All, the, all the separations. Um, Looking through. What else would be a really good one? Uh. You know, not that it. I was thinking, that it has to be. Oh, go ahead, Danny. I was thinking. Um, I don't know how often anyone's ever thought about this, but if it was a a Donkey Kong open world game, Ooh. the uh, the the settings are kind of just set there to be what it is, and I, I kind of think he would be perfect for forms of traversal. Like you could just be swinging on vines, like you're swinging like Spider Man throughout the throughout New York. Um, <laughs> you, you could potentially like switch to different characters, kind of. Like, I I keep thinking back to Donkey Kong sixty four when I think about something open world, because then it has a little more variety in that sense. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's something like that. And just, you know, instead of uh, quick travel, he could just have his barrel cannons <laughs> going from place to place. I think you can incorporate a lot of open world elements to Donkey Kong if you wanted to, to really make that fit the aesthetic. Well, I was going to say Kirby, but then, uh, you know, Derek went with that first, which I totally get. It's a great idea. But my backup idea uh i you know not that i i don't mean to keep it just with a nintendo but my mind went straight to Star Fox. yes like, i i want oh. to actually explore the lilac system have missions pop up there you oh, go this you know th this squadron needs help over on titania you know but maybe you're on corneria at the time and you you take off it's all in real time you take off go through the atmosphere you're into space set coordinates for titania you go take on the mission in real time i want an open galaxy Star Fox game man Hell yes. I, I pitched uh, yeah. this idea on TNT like a year ago. I, yeah. I love this idea. I, I think at the time I was saying Ubisoft should make, uh, or, or well, no, Hello Games Starlink should make was Star better. Fox. Yeah. yeah, Starlink, right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I was a tease for that. Oh, man. I would love for some for a talented dev to make a, a open universe Star Fox game. That would be amazing. That would be pretty damn mm -hmm. cool. Just, uh, just something else that... What do you think about Mega Man Legends being an open world game, Ash? Do you think that would work well? I think it could. I, I would just worry about, I, personally, open world games tend to kind of take a backseat with the story. And story is really true. important to me with Mega Man Legends. So that would be my only concern. But otherwise, I say, hell yeah, go for it. I want, yeah, I want finding, a Mega Man. Finding digs and whatnot. Okay, Ash. I mean, Steve, I was going to say, I want a Mega Man Legends game where you play as uh, evil Volnut. And you just like shake people down and kick pets and oh, yeah. stuff like that. Like I want uh, it to be essentially a Yakuza game, but you play as evil Volnut. I love that. Yeah. Mega Man like a dragon. Yeah, he's just drunk, like brawling with people in the street. Mega Man like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Capcom, that one was free, Capcom. Come on. 
<laughs> I oh would love God. it if they just announced that like tomorrow. <laughs> They're like, yeah. well, Ash Paulson asked for it. So. Exactly. I, real, real quick, Steve, before we move on to the next one, uh, I Gamer twelve eighty eight brings up a good point. We didn't, we never got your thoughts on Tears of the Kingdom because you weren't here to react to that. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. So yeah. I, I, and I even like was thinking about that. I was like, damn, that's why Nintendo didn't <laughs> broadcast the the direct. That name is too on the nose. Um, Tears of the Kingdom looks incredible like i i can't wait i i was looking at the tra i've watched the trailer probably like a hundred times now and it, it seems exactly like the kind of weird ass zelda that i've been hoping it to be like even the logo like the master sword being broken and then it's like a weird like energy sword for the second half of it yeah. i was like yes this zelda is going to be off the wall strange like and just everything going backwards up into the sky i was i still think that the tears of the kingdom is some weird like time reversal mechanic and that you know without going too far into spoilers if you've played skyward sword you know the origins of hyrule kingdom essentially and so i think hmm. it's reverting to its origin where it was originally and i'm oh, like that is cool and i like that yeah. and link gets jacked up like i mean i like that idea I want to know a lot more about how Link ends up the way he is in, in the early trailer that we saw where like, you know, his clothes are tattered and his arms like black or, or has that weird, like malice -y stuff wrapped around. Like, I want to know what happened oh. to Link um, because this oh, has God. to have that Metroidvania element of getting depowered at the beginning of the game. L oh God, so, Caitlin, Lux stop. I have to not laugh at Caitlin in our live audience chat just said, Link jacks into Ganon. Stop. Jack in. Malice. Oh my god. I cannot I can't down. like that right now. Lux Kita just gave me the like the weird like their uh comment about gives me Ouroboros vibes vibes with the whole snake Ooh. thing around the logo. Yeah, my wife mentioned that. Which though. is true, but uh, what if the, what if speaking of Skyward Sword uh Steve wouldn't it be something if it ends where it shows off that it's, it's like it's just time is cyclical where it oh, ends where Skyward Sword begins and that's I think I just I like that would be damn cool tweeted Complete something circle for your timeline loop. yep I think I tweeted yeah. something to that effect when the when the trailer before this one came out I said something like watch watch this be about time being a flat circle mm -hmm. and and where oh, this boy. is like the origin of the origin which would be really really cool especially when you consider like if you've played Breath of the Wild all the stuff that kind of subtly indicates that all the timelines have converged in into breath of the wild um which i gotta admit that would be some almost kojima level stuff mm -hmm. coming out of nintendo <laughs> they're like we I thought know. about the timeline and we I, made I, it nintendo weird. i don't think they would go that hard on it at least no i don't right. team I, the Splatoon team might with their storylines because they're... Right. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think Nintendo's going to overtly mention it. I think it's going to be, like, very obvious, but, like, a big wink to longtime fans. Like, hey, look right. at this. Everything's in the sky, man. Like, uh, where have you seen that before? <laughs> um. I, I think my, my only, like, slight complaint in hindsight, and I realize, you know, beggars can't be choosers. It's great to finally have the name and the release date. But we've been waiting for this reveal for so long that I wish it had been tied to a trailer that was just a little bit more substantial that had yeah. a little bit more to it. It just felt like it was a bit of a footnote for something we've been waiting for, for so long. I, right? I had the same feeling, but then I like thought about the, the litany of things I've said on this show and how hypocritical it would be for me to complain. Because I remember John and I, at one point were talking about Pokemon 
and how it was like, oh, I don't need to see anymore. I'm buying the game. Like, you guys sold me the game. I don't actually need to see anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm yeah. like, yeah, they didn't show me anything, but they also earned my $60, like, a year ago when they announced the game. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. There's still something we said about hype trailers, because we all remember the, uh, the the Switch presentation trailer for Breath of the Wild that had the amazing music that wasn't actually in the game, but was True. also just like, it was that, holy crap, I need it now. Like, it, tr- tr- like I was told before, but it's just like, Bam, let's do it. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. That trailer is is probably one of the greatest trailers of all time, in my opinion. Because yeah, oh, that yeah. the orchestral score in that trailer, like you're you're literally just hucking your amazing. debit card out the window. You're like, take it, <laughs> and then you never hear that song yeah. in the actual game, and it's like, come on, damn it. Yeah, but yeah. No, that trailer is one of is maybe the best trailer Nintendo's ever done. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. It's, yeah, it's really really damn good. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, Tears of the Kingdom, I'm super excited. Totally get why with a name like that they didn't play it in the UK. Um, but but it's going to be an amazing game. Like, I, I have no question about that. Had no question about it when they said it was a sequel to Breath of the Wild. And every trailer just further confirms for me. I will say, as a technical person, the one thing that I saw in the trailer that I haven't talked about is that it looks like it runs a lot smoother than the original. Like, a whole lot mm-hmm. smoother. Because you're seeing, like, big open-world stuff happening, and, I mean, I wouldn't say it looks like 60 FPS in the trailer, but it looks like a rock-solid 30, which was not true for the original at all. Uh, you know, so I, I'd be happy if it ran at, like, a, a smooth 30. If, if I think if we're going to get 60, then we're going to get a, a new Switch. Like, I don't think they can do it on the Switch that exists now. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. Man. <laughs> Stay tuned for Steve Bowling's full analysis on the Breath of Tears of the Kingdom trailer. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get John Lineman and have him uh, tell me tell me exactly what internal resolution and frame rate that runs at. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, um, I didn't get to answer your your topic yet, um, and I'm gonna just oh, go sorry. easy with it, Mario. Like, oh, give me give yeah. me an open world Mario. Sure. They're they're so close, like they're flirting with it. I, I just want an actual, like, you know, hey, you're outside of the princess's castle. Go wherever the hell you want. <laughs> there's there's an ice world out in the distance. There's a fire world out here. There's one that's based on food because there always is now. <laughs> just let me pick where I'm going to go. Yeah. I, I think that that would be amazing. I think Nintendo is so good at building sandboxes for Mario. Just make it way bigger. Um, all right. Uh, let's go with. Daniel, what was your topic for this week? So my topic comes from Diogo Silva, who's asking, here's a good question for you, GVG crew. Uh, What game has a powerful meaning in your life in terms of his message? For me, it would have to be the original Xenoblade. As always, stay safe and hope your recovery is going good for you, Ash. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Yeah, hope you're going to feel feel better very soon. Um, As far as this question goes i was thinking as far as uh, in terms of a message one of the first games that i ever played that really resonated with me as far as a, a message in the game um that would have to be play two uh tales of symphonia when it came out on the gamecube hmm. that was one of the first um if not the first like actual jrpg game that i ever played and um there's just a lot in there that i i hadn't expected and i didn't know a game could go into like a lot, a lot about uh, the main character dealing with not just, um, you know, the, the world dying, but also like discrimination and people of different races and differences between people and how 
he doesn't really care the main character lloyd doesn't really care about all that you know he it doesn't matter if you have like more than one father who, who your father is or what what race are you for an elf a half elf or whatever that you are as long as you're a good person you know you, you deserve a chance to to you know just live the life that you want to and and there's a lot of that within the game that is constantly portrayed over and over and uh yeah it's it's just a it's just a good message you know just just have faith in people and and that people will have faith in you and you know that's a, a sort of overall message i've kind of held on to for a long time over the years nice i guess uh, nice. i'll i'll take this for the next just because you were talking about the concept of faith and i'm not going to go too heavily into this because i don't you know i don't want to avoid spoilers for people who haven't played this incredible incredible game but as y'all know my second favorite game of all time is okami and not to you know get too much into inside baseball here but personally i'm a very uh secular person i don't believe in god i'm not religious i'm not that's just not my thing i don't begrudge people who do it's just not for me personally and i don't really understand the concept of faith in a higher power personally but because of the themes of okami and certain things that happen throughout the game and just the general idea of it all uh okami makes a really beautiful argument for the concept of faith that i found very interesting and very uh arresting and surprising for somebody like me who is a skeptic and so i, I was very surprised that okami was able to kind of get through my skepticism and present to me an argument for uh a, a, you know a world where faith can be a beautiful thing so again I don't want to get too much further into it for spoilers because everyone should play this game and not be and not have it spoiled for them. But yes, uh, those of you who know what I'm talking about or who have played Okami, you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, I think it always sticks with me, but I, I don't know why. For me, just renting a game. I, I've never had one just a game just stick with me as much as it did. Um, Fragile Dreams on the Wii. Ooh. I love that game. And it really deal delves into the concept of loneliness and attempting to empathize with people, but even with those people, like um, maybe not responding in the best way and maybe like mm -hmm. empathy not being rewarded and maybe still finding the reason to empathize and continue on and have that, uh, aspect of it it's I, I don't know there's something about the uh that sense of it that just always stuck with me i don't know if it's a, like truly affected my life or anything like that but it was just like one of those things like i you know for a long time i was definitely a bit of a hermit hermit especially during the wii era so having uh a game sort of tie into that and continue on you know like encouraging the go out and you know find other people you know, that does kind of stick with you. I really want to find this game again and get it. That's a big regret of mine not to own it. That is that is a really good game. I, I had a copy of Fragile, and I lost it, and I hate that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It, it is a really excellent ah. game. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with recency bias on this one, and I'm going to say Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Because oh, okay. please don't get into too much spoilers. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. I mean, if you've played the first hour of the game, that that's all what I'm gonna talk about. It's just the idea that you know it teaches you, uh, about like opposing viewpoints and and how mm. people you know, regardless of how you view someone, it, it conveys the idea that uh, people that you might see as an enemy 
don't think that about themselves. Like they don't set out and go right. like, ha 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 ha. I'm going to do evil today. Like it's much, it's much more often that on, on their view of things that they believe that they're doing the right thing. And they, you know, and so it's kind of interesting to see how people, uh, you know, you can build this view of someone that, you know, and, and it's helpful in the sense that if you have to oppose someone in something, it's really easy for you to be like, oh, they're they're a bastard. Like they, they're setting out to do evil, awful things. But in reality, like they're they're you know, their lives are as nuanced as ours and they they are doing what they believe is right for in their culture and, and for their people. And I, it's something that life has probably taught me quite a bit, but I think Xenoblade 3 articulates it in a way that's way easier for many more people to understand. And I like that about sure. that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good one. All right, so Ash, let's get, let's get your topic. What do you have on the docket for today? All right, so my topic this week comes from Cat EV Person 5 uh, who asks, wasn't mentioned last week, but thoughts on the Pokemon trailer that came out recently. And as you all know, I'm, I'm a pretty pretty casual Pokemon fan, so it's unusual for me to pick a Pokemon topic. However, and I think Derek probably already knows where I'm going with this, uh, the Pokemon that were, or at least two of the Pokemon that were revealed in this new trailer look basically like Mega Man character designs, specifically Mega Man Battle <laughs> Network character designs. Uh, they look I like they're that was cross- yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. So I woke up, I, I, I slept through the trailer because I, I just yeah, didn't get up to react to it. But when I woke up, I had all these pings on Twitter like, oh my God, Ash, have you seen? Oh my God, is Ash okay? Like, can you, can you believe Pokemon? I'm like, what are we talking about? And so I look at the trailer and I'm like, Jesus, these are like double soul forms for Mega Man.exe or cross forms or whatever. <laughs> Uh, I'm talking, of course, about uh, Cerulege and uh, Armor Armor Rouge. And they just basically look like Mega Man Pokemon. And I love it. And Twitter erupted with love for Mega Man Battle Network. And, like, there were all these – there were fans drawing crossover art between Pokemon and Battle Network. And for one day, Pokemon gave Battle Network a ton of love. And I loved it. And Cerulege is one of my new favorite Pokemon already. This game, between Cerulege and Amarouge – or Armor Rouge, and now uh, Fido. I can't deal with this game. I haven't been this excited for a new Pokemon game, you guys, no, you in know, a long ass party. time. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you gotta pick a pick one though, because they're version exclusive. So which, which version are you gonna go? Scarlet Cer- Cer- is, Vi- Cer- Violet. is Violet, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Pokemon Violet. So Cerulege, as much really, as really, you're picking Armor the Rouge zero is. analog over the X oh. analog. That's interesting. I think it just looks cooler. I mean, it's it's blue, so there's that. You know, that that mm. kind of helps. But I don't know. I just think Sarah Ledge looks kind of cooler. Um, I didn't think oh, of them as X and that. Zero. I didn't think of them as X and Zero analogs. Now it's kind of giving me pause. Now I'm kind of thinking I might want to go the other way. <laughs> but it's hard, because, right? Because, again, Sarah uh-huh. Ledge is blue, and that reminds me of Mega Man. But I'm, either way, they all do. I always buy the awesome. double pack. So if I don't like the one that I end up playing, I'll just switch. <laughs> but and the thing I think is, you just got to buy both. Violet has the legendary I prefer too, though, Miraidon. So, you know, the thing I have to say about the legendaries is that it, I feel like they're emblematic of Nintendo. Like, they, you expect them to be a certain way, and then they just take the most weird path forward with it. Like, when I saw them running, I was like, you had it right there in the design. These guys are motorcycles, Nintendo. What is wrong with you? (laughs) And they're like, no, man, they're going to, they're going to run. I was like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't handle you right uh, now, Nintendo. This is everything I don't like about you wrapped up in a character. <laughs> um, 
to to make it so my answer isn't completely about Mega Man, I also do like that this trailer revealed Team Star, the new evil team, and they look suitably ridiculous. They actually are kind of reminding me of Team Skull, which is my favorite evil team across all the Pokemon games. So, yeah, student delinquents. Yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. So just as a whole, I haven't been this excited for a new Pokemon game in a long time, but then you got these Mega Man ass Pokemon. Oh man, you, I'm sold. You got me. Mega Man ass <laughs> Pokemon. Me. No, no, no. Mega Man ass Pokemon. <laughs> it's, it's important that just it's keep saying it, Ash. It gets worse every time. <laughs> exactly. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Some somebody's gonna draw a Mega Man I, ass Pokemon for you now. Oh please don't. No oh, internet, don't do it. I. I enjoyed the trailer. Yeah, there's. I, it's cool to see more and more of what this game has to offer. And yeah, some g fantastic designs across the board for a lot of these new Pokemon. And yeah, that's all it really is to say. Like, I'm I'm very much looking forward to playing them. Um, and I'm I want to see how they all come together as far as these different paths you can take. Like, you can you know do the trainer path, do this other. Yeah, I forget the other ones, but yes, I'm do these have these options, and that's. You definitely unique. I'm wondering if they can pull it off. I'm definitely with you. I, I'm very excited for this new game. I, I think that um, it, it's it's inching ever closer to what I've been envisioning for Pokemon for the last like 20 years. I think just like mm -hmm. a big open world 3D, like you know something something with the production value of like a Zelda game, but Pokemon. I really I really yeah. want that. So. All right, thank you, thank you so much for the uh, topics. There's one last one. I picked the softball. I'm just gonna admit it. But uh, Becca's live uh, asks, "It's Splatfest time. So, Team Gear, Grub, or Fun?" And uh, of course, of course, we're we're gonna be doing something with the Splatfest. And I think we're all in on Team Fun, aren't we? Yes, I, think I believe so. that. I yeah, believe I'm... we ended up choosing Team Fun. I was split between Team Gear or Team Fun, so I was like, hmm, I'm not sure which way I'm gonna go. But I get, I think the team decided on Fun. Although I, I, yeah. upon thinking about it more, I probably would have chosen Team Gear if we weren't trying to play together. <laughs> I was yeah. torn between Team Grub and Team Fun, um, but I think Team Fun kind of won out for me personally. So I was pleased when we all decided that we're joining Team Fun. Yeah, I I honestly didn't have a dog in this fight. I don't think it's it's a very I, I don't understand why why people would have to choose between gear, grub, or fun. Like it like it just it's not one of those ones that's like a logical set of three choices in my mind. Um, but I feel like the vast majority of players are going to choose fun, which means that fun is much more likely to be the winning team in the middle of it. And last time we didn't get that, we were on one of the two losing teams, uh, which was, which was fun, but I'd like the experience of being the people just shoved into the middle of the map and having to defend from both sides. Apparently it's rough. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I can tell you from experience when Ash and I played the last Splatfest, uh, he ended up disconnecting and I still was able to nuke the opposing team. So yeah, I'm, I, I think it'll be interesting to uh, be on that end of things and, and to have those kind of really tense matches. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So team fun. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Um, oh, go ahead. Really quick, Derek, just to provide a counterpoint to your, your Pokemon point, we were talking about battle network and Mega Man uses sword arm ships all the time. So it doesn't have to be the Zero or the Proto Man I, analog. When I, it can when still I looked be at the it, Mega Man analog. True. <laughs> but when I saw them, my first thought was X and Zero. No, how, for sure. I hear you. 
Ash, I just want to point out that you had ample opportunity to say Mega Manalog, and you didn't even once. Oh my so. God! I well, now I have to just go hang my head in shame for the rest of oh, the no. night. I, I, I hope you laugh really hard later about it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you. Oh, I'll be sure to do that. What a terrible. I, I'm just kidding. Please, wish. please don't find anything humorous. I'm, right. I'm going to remember that from now. Mega Manalog. I'm going to find a way to use that. There you go. That's you know what you need to do, Ash. You need to make your own lo-fi remixes of Mega Man songs. Okay. Release an LP and call it Mega Manalog. Okay. There we go. There you go. Get get on it, music creators of the internet. That idea is free. You can just have it. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Uh, Before we wrap up the show, we do have a few more super chats to read out before we head to our patron exclusive post show. Final plug. I promise. Patreon.com/slash/gvgaming. You can find out how to join us for the post show. Uh, Anyway. Uh, following on from our last super chat that we read, Majora's with $10, thank you so much, uh, says Lily's design was also changed to be a bit more authentic to indigenous Mexican stuff versus the leaks. Uh, in regards to Breath of the Wild 2, I also see Mesoamerican, Aztec, etc. influences in many places. I'll clarify in a comment. Um, and he says, as in a comment on, you know, the VOD version of this. So if you're watching this after the fact, look down below. There's some information for you. Um, I think they also gave a bit more i actually an actual comment i saw something but it was uh definitely that that has that mesoamerican influence as we I agree. As it goes on you can yeah. you can see it visually in in some of yeah. the uh tears of the kingdom oh, stuff i'm trying to break myself here we go. breath of the wild mm-hmm. i found it because i did see it earlier he said uh or they said the serpents on the logo also the zonai statues in breath of the wild one are based on aztec serpent sculptures from the templo mayor complex in mexico city spirals and cycles are big in mesoamerican cosmology too oh well yeah good to know the zonai are are going to be a big part of this i think because there's like a a section of the Farron woods that show the zonai ruins but you don't actually see them you just kind of get hints of their existence and now there's markings of all their uh of their architecture in the sky so I, at this at this point of the game, they're going to probably flesh out a lot more of that. And I, I know a lot of, not a lot of people have, have looked into Breath of the Wild that deeply, but I'm really interested to see what we see of the Zonai in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll so be really So there's my cool. analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there are already mods that put uh, what, they, what the fans have dubbed Zonai Link into uh, Breath of the Wild 1. So that'll, oh, wow. that'll be interesting. I didn't know that he was colloquially dubbed as Zonai Link, but that's cool. I didn't either. Uh, following that up and thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah. Super excited for tears of the kingdom. I could probably do a whole show just about that, but, uh, Haza Baza, which is a new name to me. Welcome. If you are new, uh, with one pound 79 pence says don't sleep on freedom planet two. It's an indie Ooh. gem. I do nice. not intend to the original freedom planet is one of my favorite indie games ever. And it may have to wait till we get to console release, but I have every intention of devouring freedom planet two. I can't wait. Yeah. I, I would probably wait for console myself as well. Uh, yeah. Black Ninja uh, with a $2 absolutely savage super chat just says, guess Aonuma didn't lie about the Zelda title being a spoiler. <laughs> Oof. Oof. No. What do you yeah. know, AG? What do you know? <laughs> also, please don't come after us. We saw what you did to Fanbyte. Um, 112 with $5. By the way, that was a Fanbyte joke that they made, so I'm just repeating it. I just want to be uh-huh. clear. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know who did it. And props to whoever did it, but one of the final tweets from the Fanbyte account while it was still managed by the wonderful people that work there uh, retweeted their meme about Elizabeth's death, like, from the Cars movie. And they were like, she mm. came back from Cars Hell and got all of us. Which I was like, nice. I was like good lord. That is pretty savage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jeez. 
Uh, anyway, <laughs> 112 with a $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Says, to answer Ash's topic myself, Mega Man means so much to me because it showcases perseverance against all odds and rewards putting effort in to learn. You're, I think he meant yeah. Daniel's topic. but Yeah, yes. I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, thank right. you, 112. Him him equating you and all things Mega Man is, is not a very off-brand take. No, that so. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, As expected. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, following that up, and thank you so much, 112. Uh, I'm going to, I hope I pronounce this correctly. I'm going to say Vibhav Lahoti or Lahoti. That's what I, I got. Said, yeah. I got that wrong, mm-hmm. but I, I hope you steal Lahoti and use it for yourself at some point. Uh, it says, will Nintendo remaster F Zero GX on the Switch? I um, wish. I sure maybe? hope so. I would love that. That game deserves it, and yeah. I will. Shout that from the top of the mountains. I, I want to see that game again oh, in some me, super form. Me too. Just a 1080p widescreen version of F-Zero GX. Hell yeah. It's yes. already widescreen. It just needs well, to be true, 1080p. That's true. It's already widescreen. Yeah, 1080p. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I would take it. Yeah, I, I don't think too. they're going to do it, which is unfortunate, but I would I would love for them to. Uh, Nintendo yeah. just doesn't seem super interested in, in revisiting their back catalog nearly as much as they should. They're leaving money on the table. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, two two more, and then we're, we'll wrap up the show. Lizard81288 with $5 says, which Capcom characters do you want to make with S- SF6's character creator mode? I'd love to try to make Captain Commando. That's a good question. Um, I would probably try I mean, to make Jill Valentine, just because I loved be her in MVC2. Jill would be good. Um, hmm. I mean, if they do, like, you know, like Capcom character pieces of clothing and stuff i mean this is obvious i want to make x if i could if i could actually get like x armor pieces for the character creator i just want to make an x looking street fighter hell yeah i think it'd be kind of fun to get mike hagar in there just because he's such a ridiculous character hagar would be good you could even give him just zangief's moveset and it'd be exactly Exactly. yeah (laughs) yeah yeah let's see five rounding things out Oh, oh go ahead sorry frank west would be fun Oh yeah! Oh That'd yeah, Frank West. Yeah, fun. there's a lot of there's a lot of other characters in there. I'm I'm sure like like somebody's gonna make a Tifa or something like that. Just any like uh, melee fighter from other games. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I definitely believe that. Sorry, Daniel, did we get you on that question? No, uh, gosh, I'm not even sure. Just pick somebody from like Phoenix Wright. Give us the whole lawyer. There you uh, go. Oh yes. Ooh, there you go. Hell yeah! Give me Godo. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go, Godo, Fran- uh, Von- Francisca von Karma. <laughs> so, much, so much potential. Yeah, she'd be a great one. Nice. Yeah, that would be good. I'd, I'd like that. All right, our final super chat of the show from Jacob Tucker with five dollars. <laughs> and ironically, final question: Do you think the rumored Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and Metroid Prime will still happen eventually, or has that ship sailed? Um, I gotta say, I feel like where there's smoke, there's fire, and. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess make a whole lot of sense. Nintendo yeah. has obviously been keen to port everything they can off of the Wii U and onto the Switch. Uh, I I personally believed that Jeff Grubb was right, based on nothing. I mean, like, I didn't see or hear anything. <laughs> I just... I assumed him to be a little more reputable than he turned out to be. Like, I, you know, being that he's an actual reporter who actually reports news, uh, not just samus hunter but right um so i was a little disappointed to find out that we didn't get those in the direct i i believe though you know jeff grubb is hardly the first person to make the claim that those were coming 
Uh, and there have been people out there who have claimed they've seen it, that they've seen the games on Switch, and that yeah. they're done, and that Nintendo's just sitting on them. And um, Emily Rogers on Twitter implied that she has seen the Metroid Prime remaster, like, actually seen it. Uh, yeah. I think she tweeted something like, Metroid Prime is real, it looks good, you know, I... I, I don't know how else to construe that. It, it I can yeah see it coming, but it's just a matter of when. Like when's the best time? Because yeah. already the next year is seems packed. It it beggars belief that they wouldn't be coming. I mean, especially in the case of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, it just makes too much sense. Uh, and I do absolutely believe the Metroid Prime remaster is real. I, I agree with you guys. I think it's just a matter of when, not if. But I also agree. It is very odd, at least as particularly in the case of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, that they haven't shown them off, not just yet, but a long time ago. It is very odd that we haven't already gotten those on Switch, but I do um, think they exist. Yeah, this is like one of the first years in a long time that we're not going to have any kind of Zelda release in, yeah. the, in the year, and this would have been the year to do it with, since um, Tears of the Kingdom is now going to be slated for 2023. Uh, we still got some three months left. You never know. They could true. announce some small game. That's true. I, I could I mean, also we see... got Kirby so soon. That's yeah. true. And I could also see Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD being something, being like a tweet reveal. I could see that just being something they drop on Twitter. Like, oh, hey, Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD are coming to the Nintendo Switch on, pick your date. January, yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I December feel like 2nd, I whatever. that yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be reserved for a director. Direct. Did Ash... Become Whoa. a robot. Yeah, he he just repeated a bit. <laughs> yeah, I was like for a dirt, 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 ever. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree. Although I don't know, it just feels like that should have some more fanfare than just a tweet. But I mean, that's Nintendo's going to do what they really going to do. So I don't know. Yep, <laughs> I agree. I I feel like Nintendo. It, it's tough because when you try to predict what Nintendo's going to do, you're going to get it wrong every time. Um, I'm going to mm. check our control room and make sure that it wasn't OBS dying uh well ash i would say give me like a thumbs up if you can hear me but oh wait no <laughs> one can hear him though so it's definitely not uh, never mind it's not obs because you guys can't hear yeah. him either it happened for you guys too okay sorry ash uh it shows you're still there but we're gonna close the show out <laughs> uh at least you made it to the end yeah he got right there yeah i promise he's he's fine <laughs> anyway it's really weird to be like he's super injured and then he disappears at the end of the show anyway Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of GVG Cast. Uh, we couldn't do all 25 of these uh, episodes without you. And I'm just now realizing I need to read out the EP role. It's been a... Oh, he's back. He's yeah, back. In there. Weird. But I'm back. Okay, perfect. I, I'm just closing out the show. So, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, see, I told you he was fine. Anyway, folks, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, sticking with us tonight and hanging out for uh, episode 25 of GVG Cast. As you know, we could not do this show without all of your support. Uh, we recently had a Patreon subdrive, and we're deep in the middle of planning our next one, which might happen around spooky season. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so, so stay tuned for more on that. But we couldn't do this without each and every one of you. You guys help keep the lights on around here both figuratively and literally speaking uh you can find out more about how you can join us over at patreon.com slash gvgaming i lied there was one more plug um <laughs> but we have to give a special shout out to our folks at the producer level 
who you are seeing on screen right now. These folks literally help us keep going. Uh, we could not do it without each and every one of you. Your support means the world to us. But we do have to give an extra special thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, amazing, wonderful, as Ash would say it, folks, include Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Just Brian, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, Christopher Bakke, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Critter XD, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotik, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, our sponsor Azran127, Black King, Pagrema, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Wataniac, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Brady Power, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kit Fisto, Jessica Toad, Deneth, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Nope, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Too Much Spaghetti, Bane 400, Ascaron 809, Rioner, Nathan Steele, Spicy Pandotter, Rain and Clouds, our other sponsor for this episode, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, my mom, hi mom, Mega Amster, Kane Woolley, Dark Steel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jersick, Dinner Sonic, Derek, not this one, the other one. <laughs> Nova the Artist. Colin. Blazer25. The police are coming after me for that joke. Yep. Uh, yep. Mumbling How Yeti. Cameron there can be Sharp. only one. <laughs> Screamo Shaman. Mason Riley. Keel. Willow Pengree. Moon Knight. Ray Clausen. Brendan Hesse. Noah Fitterer. Calvin Atkinson. Ryan's Fault. Brainchild. Pat Pending. Jim Wakelin. Lauren Bond, Longboy Shiggy. That's a great name. <laughs> oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> Andy Mind P, Ad, Kyle the Monarch, Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Kyle Gamer and Barry Rookie, Jay Brox, Salad Dinner. Excellent names. Right. Revolver Axolot. That's nice. my best impression. Datboy64, Blaze Collard, Eric. Danielle Crowder, Alex Westover, Cat Evie Person 5, and finally, La Lady Maxillary, which is like Lady Upper Jaw, if you know your teeth. I, I don't. She had to teach me that. <laughs> anyway, nice. thank you all so much for watching. If you want to find out more about how you could end up on that long list, head over to patreon.com slash gvgaming. We have a patron-exclusive post show to get to. We appreciate you hanging out. But as I like to say at the end of things that I host, we have places to be, people to see, and chicken to eat. We will see you in about five minutes for the post show. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.